It is really good to be here, despite all the traffic, the hectic rhythm of life, and having to fly from sunny Athens to a rather chilly weather. Uh, you know, it's funny, but um, I gotta tell you that uh, I've got I've got uh, family here, and when I landed uh, at the pillow of my bed, I saw a, a note from my nephew, whom I have the pleasure and the honor to be his godfather. So that was a very, uh, I, I gotta tell you, warm welcoming. Now, welcoming is very important to tourism. We used to welcome tourists in Greece by putting them to dance in Zorba. So when they got tired, we, we used to welcome them by sun and sea. And at some point, we figured out that they got bored. So I have the pleasure and the honor also to to share this panel with uh, distinguished guests, the ones that not really behind the scenes but in front of the scenes will uh, explain you how they move this very important, I gotta tell you, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm tempted not to use the word uh, crucial sector for the Greek economy. Uh, so let me present you first and foremost Mr. Andreas Tarpadzis, who's a chemical engineer and economist. Andreas heads the, as a CEO of the Avis company in, in Greece, and he also chairs, so sits on the board of directors of Turner Energy Finance. He's the former CEO of Elta SA, that's the post in, in, in Greece, and he's the chairman of the World Postal Council. Next to him, it's Manolis Galas, who is the managing director of Southern East Europe for Hill International, and he has been with Hill since 2003. He's a civil engineer with a degree from NTUA and a master in engineering from Massachusetts Institution of Technology. Gentlemen, let's go forward. First and foremost, let, let, let us hear you, Andreas. Thank you, Dimitri. <clears throat> we certainly are among the first people to welcome tourists in Greece. Given that Davis uh, is one of the biggest players in Rent-A-Car, so immediately after your uh, <clears throat> nephew will probably meet Avis, guys, <laughs> to take your car and uh, go wherever you want. Quite right. Uh, but I'm happy to say that <clears throat> tourism in Greece is a little bit more further now than sun and sea. Um, we have that, of course. We have excellent sun and sea. And the weather is one of the assets of the country, plus the beauties we have. I mean, from a land plot perspective, Greece is a prime one. But um, I think during the last few years, and especially um, COVID helped uh, this transition, we realized that uh, while Greece has a prime uh, property, the services offered in uh, tourism were, I would say, three-star services in contrast with a five-star destination. Uh, we have seen a lot of investments, and certainly COVID-19 pandemic helped to that direction, uh, especially in the luxury end of the tourism. And uh, we heard already Mr. Athanasiou with the Linicorn project. Alongside the Lincoln project, the full Athens Riviera is rebuilt, creating one unique destination. I'm happy also to realize that Athens is among the prime weekend destinations in Europe. And another of other developments in a number of islands, we know it's not only Mykonos, but we see a lot of investments in Kiklades, Crete, and uh, uh, Corfu to supplement this uh, uh, product. This is one trend that is very important. The other trend that is also important that could help the Greek economy is the fast digitalization of the economy and uh, the work from anywhere trend. 
We've seen a lot of uh, transactions in, um, in Greece from foreigners that can work, I mean, could be employed by Google and uh, offer the services from uh, Paros Island. That, that is certainly a reality as we speak, but could become a more strong term, provided that the country offers the infrastructure necessary. And to that end, the necessary infrastructure is not only nice airports, good highways, but also a very strong communication network and very strong health network. I mean, you have to be somewhere, and uh, if something happens to you, you should have the ability to prime healthcare services all over the place. So I believe we got that on the right place, and I'm happy to see that um, the right investments are, are going on in this uh, perspective. From our side, since we offer, let's say, a supplementary service in the broader tourism product, I mean, rental cars and mobility services, we invest a lot in green mobility and, uh, and uh, let's say, innovative uh, mobility services to match the upcoming demand uh, from micro-mobility to long-term mobility. So uh, I believe the next few years we're going to see this uh, continuous growth in tourism. I'm very optimistic even for this year, despite all the, uh, all the problems we're facing and the geopolitical turmoil that there is no certain end at the end of the, uh, of the day. But I, I see a very strong pent-up demand and uh, secular trends, the ones I, I described before, that can support uh, Greek tourism and Greek economy as a consequence. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, actually. Uh, Manoli, um, in Healy International, you are involved in some major infrastructure and hospitality projects in the country. What is your outlook in terms of the tourism-oriented infrastructure projects that are currently underway or under planning that can support the future growth of the tourism sector? Well, thank you. Good, uh, good afternoon, everyone. Uh, echoing uh, Andrea's views, uh, I believe we have a historic opportunity ahead of us not only to uh, upgrade and evolve our end product, but also provide uh, and enhance much-needed infrastructure in support of the sector's uh, future growth. And why are the circumstances mature and promising in this regard? Because on the one hand, as we saw, we have major uh, projects of global reference, transformational projects that have already commenced. Uh, and at the same time, there's a significant pipeline of projects and actions that can now be funded and implemented across the country and that directly relate directly or indirectly uh, to tourism and, and hospitality. Just indicatively, uh, in, the Athens region, uh, in the Athens region alone and along the Athenian Riviera that Andreas mentioned, we have major investments currently underway for the next uh, five to six years, starting with the port of Piraeus, the new cruise uh, uh, terminal uh, at the port. Then we have the, the tower uh, of Piraeus, a landmark building which used to be derelict for years and now being uh, redeveloped by, by, by private investors. Driving southbound uh, along the Athenian coast, uh, uh, we have the Phaleron Bay Regeneration, the Alimos Marina, of course, as we saw, Greece's project of projects, uh, the Hellenicon, where uh, infrastructure works have commenced, uh, the integrated resort casino within the, the master Hellenicon site, uh, the one and only resort at Astergia and Glifada, and all the way through to the Astir Peninsula, uh, the crown jewel of the Athenian coastline. We're following the emblematic redevelopment of the hotels, uh, uh, now under Four Seasons Management. We have, uh, in, in full swing, the construction work for the upgrade and expansion uh, of the Astiri Marina, and without a doubt, uh, upon its completion, it's going to be a world-class 
marina in the, in the, in the instrument. Now, uh, with all this, essentially, we have uh, more than 3 billion US of CAPEX being deployed along a coastal route from uh, uh, Piraeus to Vuliagmeni. Uh, this is, this is uh, approximately 13 to 14 miles. So we have more than 200 million US per mile of the Athenian coast, uh, actually fraction of, of the Athenian coast. And, and, and this figure uh, must have increased after uh, Odysseus Athanasio announcements uh, today, but it's impressive and reflective of, of the long way that, that Greece has gone. Now, when we talk about uh, investments in Greece's backbone infrastructure, obviously the main uh, gateways into the country are our airports. And following the transformational investment of Airport Greece along uh, the 14 regional airports, the next big thing uh, in Greece's aviation sector is the new international airport uh, uh, of Iraklion in Crete, the Castelli Airport, a concession project, a PPP project, uh, with an investment uh, with a capex of in excess of uh, uh, 500 million US. Uh, it's going to be a state-of-the-art regional airport with bioclimatic design targeting lead certification uh, uh, for its terminal. And upon uh, you know, its, its full operation, it will be able to serve more than 18 million uh, passengers per year compared to the 8 million, which is a record of the existing airport of, of Kazajikis. And of course, it has exhausted its capacity. Now, uh, investments in our airports and marinas are absolutely key uh, for Greece's uh, tourism. But now it's time, as Andreas mentioned, for infrastructure to go deeper. deeper and beyond that. And, and the game changer in this respect is uh, uh, Greece's Recovery and Resilience Fund, uh, Greece 2.0, uh, as it provides in excess of 4.5 billion US for, for, uh, targeted for actions that directly or indirectly uh, relate to tourism and that complement uh, uh, specifically healthcare. That was mentioned. Uh, there's the program for the upgrade of the regional uh, hospitals, uh, upgrades of utility networks, water sewage power, power uh, uh, connection of the islands, fiber optics at the islands, uh, solid waste management plans. Uh, we have, of course, the north axis of Crete, uh, a major motorway project which is going to improve uh, connectivity and, importantly, uh, uh, road safety, strategic urban regeneration plans, uh, capex enhancements at the, at the balance, the smaller 23 regional airports. And it's, 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 a, it's, a long, uh, it's a long list. Now, looking ahead, one flagship project for Greece's tourism that does not appear in today's headlines is, uh, will be the, the major expansion of the Athens International Airport. Save for COVID, uh, this project would have commenced, but hopefully as the circumstances in the aviation sector improve, uh, this project uh, and the requirement to, to, to expand the Athens International Airport will become uh, very much pertinent uh, and, and rapidly. Now, overall, uh, I would like to say that uh, it needs to be recognized that Greece, uh, we have come a long, long way in the past decade, and, and in recent years, I truly believe that we have shifted completely gears. Uh, this is a, the, the project pipeline is impressive. Uh, it is an aggressive agenda. Indeed, it is an aggressive agenda. Uh, but it's a tangible one. It's a real one. A and the name of the game going forward will be execution. Uh, and based on our years of experience in Greece uh, and having witnessed on the ground the country's transformation, the progress, the, the evolution, uh, the momentum that is being built, uh, not least by virtue of a new approach towards investments and a new mentality, uh, and, um, and within the, the, uh, the young generation, uh, we are confident that Greece uh, will deliver. Okay, great. 
Can I ask you, having the, the chance and the opportunity to represent the uh, major players in the market, such as, let's say, in the past Starwood, even Rosewood or one and only, what would you think that um, these players were reluctant of in getting involved in the, in the sector in the, in the country? And if you have seen their, you know, their attitude changing a bit, and what would you think that would be the key issues for them to approach more intensively the market? Well, <clears throat> I can take that then Manolis can add, because Manolis also uh, is running one of the biggest project management companies, and we've been working together ten, uh, ten years ago. Eleven. We started <laughs> eleven years. Actually, Andreas, April 2012 was the, 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 the month that uh, the expression of interest for, for Hellenicon was submitted. Exactly. I was back then in the privatization fund, responsible for Hellenicon, and I'm very happy to see Hellenicon now going uh, forward and actually being able to buy a residence there. So uh, back then, and despite all the good efforts from uh, Nikos Bornozis, which I thank him again for inviting me, and Olga to, to invite foreign investors, back in 2011 and 12 and 13, and maybe 14 also, um, institutional investors were avoiding us. You know, uh, It was good to discuss about uh, which hotel or which island is good to go for a visit, but uh, not which project is a nice one to invest. And I understand that, given the fact that following the financial crisis, we had the bankruptcy of the country and some very difficult years. Um, nobody would believe that Greece, uh, or I don't know if they would believe, but anyway, they would expect, probably they would like to see some evidence first and then try to invest. Now, I, I see it from another post. I'm now seeing the CEO of Avis. We're investing heavily every year, uh, hundreds of millions in buying new cars. Our average investment every year is about 300 million. Wow. And um, now we have, I'm not saying queuing institutional investors, but I see a lot of institutional interest from American banks and European banks and institutional investors to finance our investment in this specific part. And I know, of course, uh, very great interest, and Manolis can confirm that in participating in a number of projects. This change is the result, of course, of hard work, discipline during the last years, of course, and um, creating an environment of trust and institutional safety, because that's very, very important. I mean, Greece is still it's part of the European Union, it's part of uh, the Euro area, and um, it is the only, actually, as we speak, the only Eurozone country that is still non-investable according to the ratings of a big organization. But this is going to change. And uh, when this will change, you know how, how markets work. There are trillions of dollars invested in passive investors that they will have to include Greece in this flow uh, of investment. So there will be a waterfall of money for Greece, and I believe clever investors are now trying to position themselves. Now, how long that will take for Greece to be uh, um, upgraded to investment grade? Some people would say this year, but of course we had some challenges, geopolitically speaking. Uh, that energy crisis, uh, as we see it, probably it will take a few more quarters, but um, I believe 2023 is a year uh, for too many things to change. So probably the next, uh, maybe, no, no, the, oh, not the next one, the next 2023 event should be a key event, Nikos. Thank you. Uh, on, the, on the topic of, of the operators uh, that you requested, um, uh, 
I think, you know, uh, in the past, maybe uh, the hospitality uh, sector in Greece was fragmented. Uh, maybe global operators uh, uh, required the right type of investment, the right type of asset, which didn't come live. We saw greater interest when the, when, when the Steel Peninsula, when, when, uh, when Steel was, was privatized, and the investors, AGC equity partners, had a significant interest from, uh, from global operators. Uh, it was not just for seasons. At the time, there were others. Uh, so uh, uh, I think uh, for seasons paved the way. And since then, we've seen uh, many more global operators, including uh, uh, one and only, including, of course, Mandarin Oriental, which was uh, which were recently announced. Uh, and I think there are going to be many more uh, to come. Okay. Well, to you know, to U.S. investors, administration plays a, a key role. So I would like you to share with our audience here your experience as how the administration you think that has changed or has been more proactive in the recent years, or it hasn't. What do you think? U.S. administration? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not talking about the Greek one. Okay. Well, certainly. I mean, uh, I mean, the government runs the country. I mean, it's like, uh, I mean, it's not a company every country, but uh, imagine having uh, such uh, any country without the proper management. Uh, it happens, of course, and we, we have seen it before in our past. I believe this administration, um, not, not the only one, but this kind of administration, I agree, uh, they are supporting uh, change, they're supporting uh, investments, they're supporting uh, uh, free flow of capital, and they help to attract uh, new investments in the country. RRF, as Manoli said, and other speakers already mentioned, is a big achievement for, for this uh, government, and uh, it is another waterfall of money to be flown in the country during the next years, enhancing uh, sectors like energy, tourism, infrastructure, and, uh, and many others. So, uh, obviously, the current government, the prime minister, and a lot of the ministers of the cabinet, we are on to have here with us uh, this time. I believe they are very supportive and uh, much of success is to be granted to them, provided they keep executing. Uh, because it's not enough, you know, to... It's not enough to do few right things for uh, only a couple of years, but what the country really needs, it's a long-term view and a uh, long-term good execution in order to recoup all the lost years we had. Uh, don't forget, during the crisis, Greece lost one fourth, twenty, more than twenty percent, twenty-one percent of its GDP. Why? That was very, uh, you know, that, and we are not, we are not even close to cover that. So we need to move faster. Okay. Uh, I think uh, to answer your question, based on our experience, we've seen um, uh, Greece making uh, several steps in the in the right direction. I would say uh, there have been leaps uh, in, in the right direction and way forward regarding permitting. Uh, uh, regimes, uh, especially in the case of uh, the exploitation of, uh, of public real estate assets, which then transpired also into, into the development of, of private real estate assets by way of um, the so-called um, uh, special zoning plans, the, the, uh, the SHADA, uh, which um, uh, initially uh, experienced certain setbacks, and it was problematic because it was new regulation that was being tested uh, by the administration. But uh, through the years, um, and based on uh, several, several lessons learned and you know, some tears along the way, uh, I think this has been streamlined now. 
so, so you can get a, for, a, for, for a master plan development, uh, an investor can come, uh, they can prepare their master plan. Uh, if it's uh, rightly prepared, they can do a strategic environmental study uh, and they can get legally robust land uses and, and development parameters, which are approved by way of a presidential decree, which has been pre-reviewed uh, uh, by the Council of State. So this goes a long way to enhance um, uh, a topic that, that, that we discuss also at the Delphi Economic Forum, which is uh, legal safety, asphalia decayo, uh, for investors. So yes, this has been positive. Another thing I would like to note and underscore is that in our experience in Greece, um, um, and opposite to, to, to the impression of the wider public, we've seen some excellent technocrats yep. in, the Greek in the administration, in the state administration, who know not only know, but to want uh, to, 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 to drive investments forward. Uh, uh, so these people need to be, to be protected, they need to be empowered, and, uh, uh, and things are improving uh, by the day. Okay, so you believe we are on track, right track. Now, Absolutely. in terms of the product itself, do you feel that there might be an evolution to it? Like, for instance, if we get to speak about what we call thematical tourism, such as the medical or the religious or... Oh, I would really love to have your opinion to it. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's just the two of us, and we have to yes. speak a lot. On all topics. You start laughing before yeah. you even talking. Well, uh, there, there are certainly things. Uh, you know, I remember, I mean, I remember, I mean, a number of issues for uh, Greek tourism as problem. I mean, we have only limited period of. Uh, uh, you know, the high season is very limited between mid-June and mid-September, and we need to find ways to expand that and invent other things like medical, like uh, religious, whatever. I don't, I, I'm not a believer in that. I mean, I think it's, it's a given thing that uh, tourism is evolving to experience. I mean, uh, it's not just visit a place, you know, stay to a nice hotel um, and eat, laugh. Of course, that's part of the game, but... Uh, I think where we're, where we're heading now is that, um, and, and because millennials are the force of the future, they seem to be attracted from experience, experience tourism. I mean, they want to go somewhere and meet the people, see the, the customs there, I mean, uh, participate in things, and um, always appreciate the fact that, uh, and maybe prefer a destination that is, let's say, more sustainable, uh, eco-friendly, of course there are trends, and the thematics are changing, and um, we need to have a more clever strategy, I mean, I speak for Greece, and instead of, instead of trying to um, just extend the, uh, the, the season, the tourism season, to promote further the fact that Greece by itself is a more sustainable destination because the food, the, 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 everything we're producing there is close to the environment, I mean, promote other places, like the markets we have, and I think there is a nice, it's not the guy from the yacht here, the Greek tourism organization, but they are doing some, I would say, uh, very nice initiatives like uh, the weekends promoting, and I've seen a lot of people coming in Greece out of this, the Greekend, they call it, instead of weekend, Greekend. It's a very nice uh, campaign, for instance, this is something we are missing. And I think this is the way to promote the tourism. It's, I don't know any place, I mean, it's France, destination for for uh, religious you know, tourism, no. But no. France is a destination all over the year. Italy, the same. 
So it's not the thematic aspect that we're missing. It is a rather more longer term and uh, better viewed strategy in order to build demand uh, across the year. That's my view on that. For, from my side, um, uh, I'm not an expert to, to discuss about the, the product. Uh, uh, however, I can share with you the experiences that we have uh, with our clients and, and investors. And in previous years, we've seen um, uh, investors being interested mostly, mostly in redevelopment of existing assets, uh, mainly uh, because of, 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 of the long time frames to mature a greenfield project. So we've seen, you know, uh, investors were coming in and they were refurbishing existing hotels. Now, to evolve our product, obviously we cannot uh, uh, just rely on, on refurbishment. We need um, a new, new type of uh, product to be able to reach out to, to, to a different clientele. Uh, and this is happening, as I mentioned, with, uh, with, um, with the planning tools uh, uh, that, have, that have been affected um, uh, in, the, in the country. Yep, yep, right. Well, speaking of the project, we, I'd like you to think about how do you feel with the provider itself? Like, do we have the adequate staff to work with the hotels properly, to treat our tourism, tourists as they should, or do you have some, you know, thoughts about it? You can start. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> I know Look, I see, I see you, know, you, you see me hes hesitating because it's not, it's not the yeah. field of expertise and I want to, uh, you know, from, I think, you know, seeing how um, uh, hoteliers uh, operate, uh, like Ecos, like Temes, uh, they reach out to the younger generation uh, and they train them. Uh, of course, we have uh, uh, the staff and the capacity to, to, uh, to be able to, to support growing operations uh, in the hospitality sector. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree with Manolis, we do, but we could also, I mean, and this is some things that the government, the Greek government needs to undertake in order to further restructure the Greek economy by creating, um, you know, better infrastructure in other areas also. For instance, Greece is based on its tourism. I mean, 20, 25% of the Greek GMP. GDP is around tourism, not directly, but also with secondary uh, activities. But still, if you want to have a top-of-the-notch training on tourism, you have to go to Switzerland, not in Greece. So that's strange. Why don't we try to develop, you know, and uh, make a plan? Or Cyprus, I don't know. So, but in Greece, we don't have top-of-the-notch studies for tourism. What are we waiting for? I mean, this is something, not only tourism, technology, etc., etc. So the government needs to create such opportunities and uh, further train people because we still have to face as, as a people, as culture, that, uh, you know, serving foreigners is not something that is honorable for a Greek guy, which is stupid exactly because uh, from what I said before. Um, having said that, we separate. I would like to separate uh, brands like uh, Ecos or Temes or uh, Four Seasons for the level of service or even places. I mean, the service you receive in some areas is not the one we should offer in order to create long-term um, uh, relationship with the people that visit in Greece. There are great places that the service is fantastic, like uh, specific areas in Crete or Mykonos. We, you pay for it, but it's better to pay for a high level of service rather than pay less for uh, something that is ridiculous. 
So there are still places in, in the country that the, the service offered is treating the tourists as one-time visitors, not as a long-term relationship, which is something we need to uh, change fast. Okay. So let me give you the, the floor if you wish to ask something. We're here for you. Go ahead, please. Hi. I, I'd like to ask you a little bit. Uh, we are talking about investment in Greece, and basically, as you very well described, and you are in the sector as well, uh, it's all about tourism. That's what it is. Twenty percent. It's all about. It's all about tourism. It's it's tourism. it's it's the, the foreign capital comes in Greece when tourists arrive. Uh, everybody goes to Greece uh, in this uh, in this hall. Uh, I was there two years before. It was almost empty. I was there last year, and it was packed beyond words. And it was a very good year. Now, is there anything else? Although you're not in the specific sectors. You have the experience. Is there any other sector apart from tourism, the sea, the land, the good organic food, as you mentioned, the rented cars? Absolutely. That yes. Greece can do to seriously uh, attract foreign investment. Absolutely. I mean, in my opinion, there are a lot. I had the opportunity to uh, delve into that during my years in the privatization fund. I can reassure you. Uh, there are a lot of other opportunities, including logistics. Don't forget that Microsoft decided to invest more than a billion uh, U.S. dollars. This is this is small investment. Well, a billion no, no. US for a country yeah. for a country that creates a GDP of 200 billion, one billion investment is high. We're not compared Greece with U.S. Greece is still a country, an economy of 200 billion dollars. So, one billion investments are huge. In my, I mean, given the you know. To do the divides. Um, there are many other areas, as I said, in transportation, uh, logistics, uh, infrastructure. Healthcare? Uh, of course, healthcare. And don't forget that tourism, as I said before, or I tried to say before, is, is actually uh, taking uh, into consideration all the infrastructure of the country. And of course, I didn't mention shipping, which is you know, the, prime, the prime area for and cruising, of course, which is part of shipping. Uh, in Greece. So, now the question is why you invest in Greece? Is there any competitive advantage to invest in Greece in uh, this? The, the, my answer is the location is very important. You can see it in the map. You can attract talents. There is talent in Greece. I mean, human capital talent. And um, uh, the fact that still Greek economy, don't forget that, it's very important. It's a Euro country actually grading as junk. In a couple of years, it will be an investment rate. So if you are there before the rest, uh, only that will give you a 20-30% upside. Yes, please do. Unless Manolis wants to Sorry, yes. come no, no. with us. Andrea, your governor. Yeah, and security, I'd say. Security is a very secure country. Okay. Just to, if I may answer to the gentleman, there are at least two, I would say two and a half areas that uh, I believe Greece does have. Uh, sustainable advantage. The one is food and beverage. There is a very nice and very large, uh, very nice uh, um, quality of food that is produced, and uh, there's been investments 
I, I know this firsthand, and uh, others, including Alex, have made significant investments in this area. The other area is uh, technology. Greece happens to have a number of very good qualified electrical engineers, costing a lot less, certainly than they cost in, uh, in Palo Alto, but also in other European countries. And the half I would mention is logistics. Uh, assuming that there is some developments in Greece that ought to continue, it could be a significant log logistics center connecting sort of the uh, Asian market to, uh, to South, uh, Southeastern Europe. So just my five cents. Yeah, good points. Yeah, yeah very, very much so, yeah. Any other lady or gentleman? Hello. Uh, I saw that uh, seaplanes are starting to yep. take off in Greece. Um, is, is, are, are, is Greece looking to expand so that all the islands will be connected that way? I remember the discussion on seaplanes 15, 20 years ago, which is a little bit uh, uh, not encouraging. The problem with, uh, of course, they operate in some islands. The problem uh, on how many islands you can see seaplanes is also relevant to the weather. For instance, I don't see it feasible for Kiklades. It's feasible for uh, Ptanisa, which yeah. is Corfu. I mean, places of, uh, of Greece that the weather is typically calm and um, versus other areas that the weather is typically wild. Uh, hopefully, it will be. It's incorporated already, but it's progressing very slowly, both due to the weather issues and also regulatory issues. Still, yeah, it's a matter. Apart from the rough weather, it's a matter of uh, you know the environmental footprint as well, because you need a special infrastructure to it. They're truly working on it. Apart from Eptanisa, they're also working to build new airways to Crete and also the the rest of the, the downfall of the Aegean towards the roads. So I'd say that this would work too. Anybody else? All right, as we're running out of time, let me wrap this for you. The importance of tourism in Greece, one of the major revenue sectors for the national economy is obvious. It has been stable even during the crisis of the pandemic era. The last years has been noted a coordinated trend for the enrichment of the national tourism, not only the sun and sea model, but also alternative reasons for visiting or creating such a nutritional tourism, medical, cultural, even religious, uh, meetings and incentive tourism, integrated resorts, sports tourism, and gastronomic one. Uh, the tax and funding incentives can be established on that direction, uh, such as the incentives law, uh, focused on the tourism sector and the support on five-star hotel resorts. Let me remind you that there are crucial critical tax incentives for non-DAM residents Investors that want to come and invest in grids could have a 15 years, 50% discount on the taxation imposed on the foreign income. Also, there is legislation for reduced taxation for foreign retirees that wish to live in Greece, as well as for foreign employees who are established in Greece or Greeks that live abroad and wish to return, therefore they will be allowed a seven-year 50% discount on the tax income and subsidy levies. There is also legislation introducing a family office institution. Um, I, I'd like also to point out that a keynote shall also be the constant uh, creation of new direct flights to Greece from international airline companies, such as all the American ones, Delta, 
uh, who connects with, uh, with New York, Atlanta, Boston, United, American, uh, etc. And also, finally, to, to, to point out that the prolongation of the tourist period in Greece has also been an ongoing goal for the country. TUI company has recently announced the holiday package in Crete to have started one month earlier than previous years. Greek tourism shareholders, in collaboration with the state, shall continue their efforts for non-stop tourist period throughout the year. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.